Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, bros? DeShane still needs his peas, man. Find out more while watching Top Boy. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, guys. So we're, we're talking about how um, my accent, my London accent is horrible. I thought it was amazing, bruv. <laughs> we're just trying to make those peas in it. Yes, yes. Well, Wagwan, everybody. <laughs> Wagwan. All right, so hi, guys. We're talking all about Top Boy, episode four, season one, Bonfire. These little mics are coming off. Okay, so we're going to basically go into it. But before we do, my name is Zakia. I'm your girl. I love everything about Top Boy, Drake, and all our executive producers. And I have to introduce Tehran. He's the man of the hour. No, no, no. I, I'm not. You're the not. man of the hour right now is my boy, Jay. <laughs> That's the truth. Like... I just have so much to say about Top Boy. Top Boy has now become my guilty pleasure. Woo! I'm addicted. Yes. Isn't it good? It is amazing. Okay, don't go into it. Don't go into it because we we have we have to like dive in so much. But um, I'm gonna ask your overall thoughts. But before we get into all of that. He was a kingpin in his past life. Allegedly. Allegedly. So that is exactly why he's on this panel right now. And what we're going to talk about is the relationship between Jason and Sully. We're going to dabble into the race, the lifestyles of Aaron and Jamie. And also, is Deshaun, Aaron, oh, well, this, uh... The Shane, excuse me, Sully and Jamie actually have some similarities. So we're going to get all into that as we break down this show. But overall, what were your thoughts? My overall thoughts on episode four of Bonfire Nights was that it was very, it was a very important episode, mm-hmm. meaning that this was a bridge that dwelled deeper into the characters of Sully, that whole Sully Jace, the concept of Duchesne peeling some layers off that getting a lot of nods to the original top boy of course going yes. in because they're continuing the storyline which i a lot of people are upset about because they haven't seen that and i'm like go back it's on netflix watch those as well it's amazing it becomes in depth and you understand it and the best part is even if you have never seen the previous top boy you will completely understand what's going on. Completely. Because they place it in a lot of context. Yes. And I agree exactly. If you haven't seen the Summer House version of Top Boy, you you definitely will understand it. Um, what was so amazing about this episode was that we received a side of Sully that we haven't saw before. He's more gentle, especially with his relationship with Jason. So I thought that was something... Um, cool to see because he's so tough all the time and some sad things happen which broke my heart this episode i can't yeah of course i mean the fire just jason perishing Mm -hmm. is basically and and that's the most horrible way to go yeah is in a fire and jason is such a he has such an innocence to him Mm -hmm. and yet it's still dynamic he is the human portion of sully Mm -hmm. and i'm wondering if with jace 
being gone mm-hmm. if that means now we get only the vicious Sully. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, honestly, one of my first questions was going to be like, um, what was the relationship or what are some similarities between Jason and Sully? Because they have to have some type of similarities because of their strong relationship, I would believe. I don't think they have any similarities. In fact, I think Jace represents a an affect of Sully which no longer exists. Jace is the innocence. Jace is naivete. Jace is simple. Sully is none of these things. And because of that, Sully needs Jace mm-hmm. the way that we know Jace is dependent on Sully and was lost when he was gone. Sully needs Jace because it's it's his chance at redemption. Mm-hmm. It's his chance at doing things right. It's his chance at staying as human as possible. And that's something I see Sully struggling with. Yeah. And I mean, obviously so, because rightfully so, because he was in jail for so long and all the things that he has seen. And but done. I do see and done. And done. But I personally see some similarities between the both of them. I feel like they're both lost. I mean, Jason doesn't have an amazing background. His story isn't peachy or clean. Um, so I feel like they're both lost and they're lost in a way where they found each other and they found love from each other because if you guys watched the previous summer house, Jason obviously didn't have um a relationship with his family and now we see that Sully is not having a relationship with his family not because he he can't really per se but because he feels like he cannot because of his situation but that's what I'm saying I feel like Jace represents the daughter he didn't raise I feel Mm -hmm. like Jace represents the family he never had this is this is his brother in fact the closest relationship that I see is that between Jamie and Steph is a similar relationship between uh, Sully and Jace. Yeah, I agree. Um, So I want to also dive into the relationship that not only that we saw with Jason um, and Sully, but him, Sully really calling Jason dumb. Like, always saying he's, is that, like, tough love? Do you really, do you think Jason is even affected by it? I feel that that's toxic masculinity, Yeah. Right? So it's the big brother syndrome. You pick on, you give mm-hmm. him a noogie. You're like, oh, you're so stupid. You smelly. And things of that nature. But it comes from a good place. It comes from true love. Like, a true affection, true love in the brotherly fashion. Yeah, I, I honestly feel like Jason is so naive that he doesn't even pick up on the snarky comments that Sully makes to him. I mean, and obviously he knows he loves him as a brother because he's protected him and, and done so many things for him or gives him this imaginary lifestyle that they're possibly going to live. But I agree, the toxic masculinity is definitely one, but also I feel like... Jason is just naive, so he just. But see it. even given it, it's so sweet, even given all the possibilities in the world to do anything that he wants to do, mm-hmm. Jason's only goal is something that's so attainable. Simple. It's I, you can do anything in the world that's within reason. You can do anything. What would you want? Mm-hmm. And he simply says to go watch Manchester United. That's it. Yeah, that's his only goal in life. He would be so happy and. It's- it was heartbreaking that he never got to that point. Exactly. It's like he's still that little boy inside because he doesn't have the knowledge of anything else. So it's definitely sad to see. Um, Duchesne, he still needs his money. Um, and it seems like he's getting really desperate. Um, yeah, he got very desperate. <laughs> yes. So I wanted to touch base on that because um, why do you think that he's getting so desperate in a way? Well, there's also the criminal element to it. Mm -hmm. I mean, his cousin is in danger. His life is in danger as well. 
he's in debt to Sugar. He's dealing with these Jamaican gangsters in London. There's a lot of that. But it's also he wants to reclaim his his former glory. He wants to be Duchesne again. Right now, honestly, Jamie's where it's at. I'm I, mm-hmm. Only thing I can do really is pity Duchesne. Duchesne, Duchesne really is that that guy who used to be a hot rapper and then fell off and now he wants back, you know? Mm-hmm. He's my DMX in rehab right now. Like, I need Duchesne to fall back. I like out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. You're only as good as your last hit. And right now, Duchesne's last hit was seven years ago or whatever. Yep. And everyone's picking up on his distressed look. I mean, he's going to... He's disheveled. Yes, he's going to his brother for money, which... Sheesh. Why, why? Why would you even do such a thing after what you desperate. put him through? But is is that because he's selfish as well? Because he, DeShane also never has any emotions. And I feel like Sully is the same way. But, like, DeShane never has any emotions. Even when he's asking for money, his brother says beg or however. Is Why? Why don't you, ne- why don't you ever have any emotions for anything? Well, DeShane's trying to be a tough guy. Right. That's what he is. He's a tough guy, right? Is it his tough guy or is this his circumstances? It's like the lifestyle he lives. If has that trauma of whatever he has gone through actually affected him personally to the point where he doesn't know how to switch? I think it just comes from hubris and pride. Mm. It really is just characteristics of Duchesne. What do you think? I think he doesn't know how to switch. I think um, at one point he probably was someone who understood that once he was outside of the summer house that he had to be a different type of person. And now he's gotten so wrapped up into this game that he doesn't know how to turn it off. That's my personal feeling of it. There's something inherent about these people Mm -hmm. who become who who get who get towards or gravitate towards that lifestyle to begin with. I feel there's something innate it's not just anybody, mm-hmm. but Duchesne is also a victim of that whole gangster mentality. Gangsters don't cry. Gangsters don't beg. Gangsters don't show humility. I mean, there's a lot. He has to be the tough guy all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, and being the tough guy, I just don't understand why he doesn't understand his brother. You you put your brother in a circumstance. Your brother now doesn't have his wife any longer. Um, I mean, you really tore him down emotionally. And to have no gratitude at all sickens me. And I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm with you. Like, I'm with Jamie now. And Deshane, you're, you're, you're looking pretty He's sloppy. Pretty, you're He's looking being pretty, sloppy. Yes. He's being sloppy. He's mm-hmm. acting sloppy. I mean, I appreciate that he went to ask his brother for the money. But let me explain something else. His brother's clearly an outstanding, upstanding member of society. He's a work, he's working person. He is working a regular job. Now, I'm not saying he shouldn't ask his brother for money. What I'm saying is, you knew the circumstance you placed him in. The least he could have done was apologize. Even if he didn't get the money, he could have simply said, my brother, I'm so sorry for what I undoubtedly right, put you was caused because of my actions. I apologize. I'm sorry. Right. And he has too much pride. I, you're my brother. Like, I love you. I'm so sorry. I've put you through this. Because clearly... Duchesne had an option, and the option is he could have turned into his brother. He could have also worked a job. He obviously is smart. He's obviously someone who's willing to work hard, but in what direction? Exactly. 
uh, it just saddens me to see that dynamic. But what makes me really happy is just watching Aaron and Jamie's um, relationship. And I also see where Jamie told his brother, I am your mom. I'm your dad. I'm your brother. I mean, I'm everything at this point. So you have to speak with you have to speak to me and with me. We have to go through this together. Um, Why was it so important for Jamie to have that conversation with his brother at that time and actually talk about sex, which is something that he does need to learn about? Sure, but he did it in the most brotherly fashion. Yes. <laughs> he didn't do it in a fatherly fashion. Mm-hmm. He did it in a brother. He is their f- father. He is their mother. He is their big brother. He is their best friend. He's the one they need to be as open and honest about, even if he is not able to reciprocate that communication. Jamie, it was nice and endearing to watch that moment because we've mm-hmm. seen him be a little distant with Aaron at times, but he showed Aaron, I'm your brother. I love you. This is a form of, once again, male bonding love. Mm-hmm. And it's just sweet to watch Jamie be be that person right. and say those things. Exactly, because he never says it. He's always going at him rather than accepting him or loving him sure. or showing him the love. He's talking at him and not to him. It, and this time he's, he did both. Yes. He spoke to him as well and to his heart. Yes. And I like this scene because they were sitting in Aaron's room and Aaron's room is like super organized and clean and he's well put together and their entire house is actually not up like a bad upbringing. And we, we later learned um, that, you know, Aaron and Steph's and Jamie's parents passed away through cancer and very dramatically and, and very close together. So it seems like the lifestyle that Aaron has right now is it should be also Jamie's lifestyle. But unfortunately, he wasn't able to do that, raising his brother. Um, what type of if if Jamie didn't have to be who Jamie is today, do you think that he would have the same lifestyle as Aaron or no, Jamie, Jamie is always this. Here, here's the interesting dynamic is the difference between Pablo Escobar and Warren Buffett is simply where they were raised. Mm-hmm. Just what side of the track you were on, what life circumstances don't, were thrown at you. Jamie would not have been Aaron, but Jamie would have been the CEO of something. Mm-hmm. He would have possibly lived a very different life, but it would have been a similar Jamie. And that's what I think is important. Sure circumstance and environment can harden you yeah. but that truth the other the other people in his posse are also through circumstance and they are not Jamie right that is something that i feel is very innate yeah, and I think that's what separates Jamie, too, from the rest of them. Because his upbringing was so different, he's actually a smarter top boy. And, and essentially, because he's setting the ground rules. I mean, it's violent and crazy, but he's setting the tone. Um, and he's making everyone fall in line. He knows the human traits and what can make you tick and what can make you move and what if I threaten you that's best if I show you an example that's better you know so I think that does make him a better gangster but I do see the um the lifestyle could have been possibly different for Aaron I mean Jamie and could have been similar to Aaron's if Jamie didn't have to take on such a strong possible uh strong role so early in life so I think differently but um, I, what we were talking about a lot between even Jamie, Deshane, and Sully is that they have, well, for me, I think they have similarities. Um, I feel like they all are circumstance-based. Um, their situation is based off of a circumstance, and they are all going through trauma in such a 
large, hard way. Um, what similarities did you see between Jamie Sully and Deshane? I do not see a strong similarity between Duchesne, Sully, and Jamie, mm-hmm. except for what they do. However, I see a very strong similarity between who Duchesne and Sully were in Summer House and Jamie. The want, the ambition, the self-motivation, the work ethic, the swag, that young boy swag. I mean, Jamie's got this youthfulness to him that's so raw. It's very energetic. And Duchesne and Sully, unfortunately, do not have the same in the same way. What they have that's different is experience. And you see something very similar when you watch athletes, for example, this LeBron, who is, wins more, is not as raw or talented as that LeBron when he first came in to the league to begin with. He's older. He's wiser. He's not as energetic when it comes to certain things. And we see that difference. We see Duchesne and Sully react out of anger and animosity a lot. And I don't see that from Jamie. Jamie's... I, I don't want to use the term clear-headed and logical, but there's a there is a method to his madness. Mm. With Duchesne and Sully, it's a lot of reactions. With Jamie, it seems to be right now a lot of actions. Right. I do want to speak on a reaction that was probably the most gruesome thing I've ever saw in Top Boy, which was Jamie's reaction. Um, and I feel like Jamie personally, he does have a similarity between maybe between Sully, like old summer house Sully, like very violent, but it's, it's like times 10. Like I feel sometimes I think Jamie, um, well, excuse me, Sully and Deshane, they're more like, okay, we're going to, we're going to tell you what to do and you're going to do what we say. And we're going to threaten you just by like puffing up our fists. But Jamie, on the other hand, I mean, he haul offs. You shot at us. He's about that action. You shot at us. We they took the man, put him in the trunk, took him to the house, beat him to death, then had his friends come and threw him off the roof. I mean, for me, I was like, okay, this is the part that I'm I'm out. Like I'm 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 six six nine. No, I'm kidding. Um, I was talking about the rapper that is snitching on everybody. I'll be snitching because at this point. It got super real. And why why is he so violent? Because we don't see that we don't see that relationship with him and Aaron. Like he can cold switch, and that's a difference, another difference between Deshane and um Jamie. Like Jamie could switch he could switch it on and off. He does it with his family, um, and he does it with the the lady that he's doing business with. And in the hood, he's nothing to play with. I think that A, Jamie's actions were necessary. Mm-hmm. Not condoning violence, of course. However, let's remove all the things that you know about civil society Mm -hmm. and create one in which it's only animal kingdom. Eat or be eaten. Jamie not only has to create loyalty amongst his team, they shared this activity. Jamie could have just done it by himself. Obviously, he's not opposed to doing these things by himself. We've seen him take care of the Turks. So... Jamie did this as a team-building activity, something we would have seen in a company. I'm, I'm very serious. No, no, I could see Sent that. Sent a message to the other teams, the other teams and companies. This is a message. Yeah. Clearly, we are doing 
this. This is what we do. Branded himself. He's branded to the point where the other teams are, will now respect and fear him. He has gotten rid or rid of the competition. So when you take this into a business aspect, let's remove all of the all of the moralistic implications and take it into a, a, simply on a socioeconomic and business level. Jamie is continuously doing the right thing for what he wants to do. If you were a rapper and a young rapper starts battling an older rapper, we see that all the time. You go for the top spot and you rid yourself of the competition. If you remember, Kendrick Lamar did something very similar. And when it comes to the concept of Takashi and 6ix9ine and snitching and all these things, here's the problem. It's not that you're an average citizen. An average citizen sees something, say something for sure. Right. You are one of the people who have indoctrinated yourself into this life. You have made this decision. You have chosen to live with it. You talk about it. You think you tell people you're about it. Then you have to live by that code. And there are very few codes, and yet they exist. And you must live by that code. So if you live by the gun, you die by the gun. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so crazy that you said that because we saw that with... Um Sully, when he was getting mad at Jason for having that conversation with the people that they live with. And then later, so sad that um, Jason had to go um, through the bonfire. But now we see um, Sully being trauma. He's traumatized. I mean, at this point, is he going to be the same Sully? Could he is he going to be able to get get back to his regular self? He even runs back to Deshane. Like, what's going on? This man. Well, with the decision with Duchesne, Sully now has nothing to lose and wants back in, right? Mm-hmm. So now his his mini dream is done. So he's looking for his own form of retribution. I do think, of course, there will have to be some type of vengeance on the people that have done this. Right. Sully, Sully has more to me. Sully has more principles than Duchesne does. He, yes. I felt that way through Summerhouse, and I've always felt. But even small things are indicative of larger things. We see Sully always on principle. Even when Duchesne approaches him with the proposition, Sully originally says no, based on purely principle, an idea, even though he knows it would be beneficial. And when he goes back to Duchesne, it's still based on a principle. And he he is aware of that. Mm-hmm. It's on Sully's terms. So I, I think that chaos and havoc are going to, oh. to ensue. But I do not think that Sully is changed permanently. Mm-hmm. I think this affects him just for now. Right. Um, so I definitely see... It differently, I think, because one, he went to jail and he didn't he didn't seek any help when he came out. And most people go to halfway houses or any. He didn't do that. He just went straight to Jason. Jason was the only thing that was super close to him besides like his daughter, who obviously he still loves because he goes to the school and just watches. And now Jason is gone by a fire and he literally watched him die. And not to mention all of the other people he killed and trauma and jail i mean jail itself is uh, crazy and he he's not he's not um 
health, not in a healthy way, getting the help that he needs. He needs counseling. He needs to see someone. He needs to speak to someone. I know that's you not really... You think he has PTSD? For sure. He has to have it. I mean, I would have... I darn near had it watching the scene. I'm like, Sure, no. but PTSD, to be very honest and fair, PTSD mm-hmm. is a very privileged problem. Mm-hmm. And when you come from this world, mm-hmm. it just becomes the world that you live in. The reason why Jace's death is affecting Sully at all is simply because Jace was such an innocent. So for me, I don't think so. I think completely differently. I think that is a mentality that you think you should have and you want to have. Like, I'm not affected by this. I can kill somebody and just walk away. But in actuality, that's what turns them crazy. That's what gets them jumpy. That's why you don't, um, you don't, think anyone is in your corner you don't have anyone you stay secluded you don't have a life now we see that jamie doesn't have a love life deshane doesn't have a love life and Sully doesn't have a love life they're always by themselves and it's a lot it has to be a, an emotional and logical reason of why i'm going to just be this i got all this money and i have no one to share it with i don't have Deshane's a- working on a love life sully <laughs> had a love life but went to jail and jamie Jamie's love life got shot in the neck. (laughs) But but they can't keep stable. Like, these these have to be problems. Uh, For me, I just think these are problems that can affect any person, regardless of what type of job you have. You can say to yourself and say to other people and project that it's not a problem that you have, but it has to be a problem you have. Jamie does have a love life. His love life is his family. I I, I actually... That's true. When you live in that life, something people do very well is compartmentalize. Mm -hmm. You separate different aspects of your life. And I don't think we see that anywhere better, but the dichotomy of how Jamie reacts towards his street life and the Jamie we see in his home life. And we see that, and and the most brilliant scene is when uh, Aaron is meeting his girlfriend's parents. Mm -hmm. And as we are talking about, we're getting that in-depth story of the parents dying and and which we didn't know exact mm-hmm. details, and it's we're getting this origin story of what actually happened, and now we're getting a reference of how the age of everyone, for example, and their lives. We see the parents say, Jamie sounds like he's a remarkable young man. Mm-hmm. At the same time, simultaneously, the body of Cam drops on the ground. Yes. So he's compartmentalizing his life mm-hmm. very well. And that's what a lot of people who live this lifestyle tend to do. And, and it's it just wreaks havoc when it does spill over. Right. And and that's and that's the problem. So if you're you're placing those feelings into boxes, it's going to explode in my mind. It's going to have its peak. You're gonna have too many problems and all of a sudden you're gonna just be crazy and everything is just gonna I don't know. Find. I feel like I feel like while men are usually not very good at multitasking they're good at they're extremely good at compartmentalizing. Oh my god! Which is why you can have. That's why there's those guys who have two different complete families. Like they, they're just very good at compartmentalizing. As if this life doesn't spill over into this life, and vice versa. So yes, that's an extreme example. But the truth is, men compartmentalize. This is my work life. This is my uh, home life. This is my friendships. This is my girlfriend. And they don't often like a Venn diagram. They don't meet in the middle and i feel like at times this is very different 
Man, and I that's don't. Why. Men always get caught, honey. I'm the CSI FBI of all my friends, and they always get caught. Sure, but the fact that they can do this in the first place, yes, and they get caught because, like most criminals, they're lazy. So what happens is, a lot of people don't realize this. The way they catch bank robbers is because bank robbers tend to get an overwhelming amount of parking tickets while they're robbing banks. They're going through all of this <laughs> to rob the bank, but they double parked at a hydrant. <laughs> so even when they, how they caught the son of Sam, yeah. wasn't all the investigation, all the people that were murdered was simply because he got a parking ticket. Mm-hmm. Men, men tend to become lazy, especially in criminal behavior. Laziness gets the better of people. Wow. And it's an unfortunate side effect of it, right? So it's the it's an actual it's the lazy criminal theory. You're a criminal because you're lazy, so being lazy is what ends up getting you caught. Oh my that, god. That's actually a, con- a concept. I, I can I can honestly see that. I, I'm glad and, and you brought that thing, to my The point. same thing happens when when men cheat. It's a very similar concept. <laughs> How do you get caught? Because you kept the pictures. Like, bro, delete. <laughs> delete but the you're text collector. message. Right. We're co- they're collecting. We're collecting, you know? Because women are very good at deleting text messages. Yes, I do. Very good. Them. Delete. That's great to know. <laughs> great at deleting pictures. You would have no idea in Italy, you know? Yeah. So in Italy, we have no idea what you did. But guys will have to brag and tell and and. Anyway, the point is, and when it comes to criminality, that's that's what we see. And I see Jamie's a very good, is very good at compartmentalizing. Duchesne not as well, and Sully hasn't had to yet. Mm. Okay, well I know who's not lazy, and that's us at After Buzz. Can you let the people know why? Well, that's because we watch all of your favorite TV shows and talk about them. We love discussing these shows, and remember, you guys at home are if not as much, more so a part of this panel than all of us here. Thank you so much for listening, sharing, commenting, subscribing. Spread the word. Share the love. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, give us that five-star rating we so greatly deserve. We are, after all, the hottest, best, top boy after show on the planet. So you're going to want to tell your friends. Get over here. Tell your friends. Be a part of After Buzz. And thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. Top, 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 top. That was cool, right? No. Okay. No. <laughs> we were going somewhere today. We really were. We, 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 I feel that, I feel that, I feel that I would love to see you in these positions. No. These top boy positions. No. I would, I would wonder how you would deal with things. How, if you were Jack, you know, if you were Jack, what would happen? If I was You're Jack, definitely if Shelly, I was by Jack, the way. You're Shelly, by the way. Right. But if I was Jack, I would start off with our Top Boy Lingo segment and I'll be like, what up, bruv? Do you have any other. Lingo for me. Well, when it comes to lingo, <laughs> let me let me help you out. So what we're doing is each and every yes. week we have a top boy lingo, which we discuss. And this week's lingo is going to be Wagwan. If you haven't heard it, you've heard it a million times watching Top Boy. Wagwan is literally, literally translated to what's going on. It is the Jamaican Patois version of this, which has, of course, seeped its way into the urban world of England, London, as they are part of the diaspora of Great Britain. Wagwan is simply what's going on, what's up, how are you, it's the way, it's a greeting, it's uh, it's the way you show your affiliation with one another. It's a great introduction to saying what's up. So, yes. Wagwan, everybody. Wagwan. Buck, buck, buck. <laughs> but yes, Jamaican culture has definitely made its way into uh, British society as... Yes. As the urban lingo. And we see a very similar uh, contribution when we go to places like Canada and Toronto, where Mm -hmm. that Jamaican slang, ting, 
Ting. Exactly. So we have a lot of words. So each and every week we'll pick a, a new word and discuss it. So thank you all. Yes, we decided to pick what one go as one word and kind of go through its origin because figuring out all these in it words is a little difficult on it's top. Difficult. It's a little it? hard. It's it? difficult. In yeah, it? yeah. In in it? It? Yeah. In it? <laughs> but um yeah, so that 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 is that. We're just gonna pick that one word. We're gonna let you guys know. Um, but I think we have some news and gossip. I know we have some news and gossip. Yes, I do. So we were just talking about Shilly, and she is honestly an amazing artist. She's an amazing artist. So she actually won, and I'm going to have to read this. So she won the best vocal performance at the Q Awards this evening, which that was like eight hours ago. So she's super dope. And honestly, all her little uh, suits and trends are so cute. She was at the red carpet, um, and she actually wore like this red suit with this Gucci uh slip over and i don't even have the picture i'm so sad i don't but it was super cute guys you have to go on instagram and look at it and also look at her music she's talented she's on tour right now i mean everyone in top boy is just doing their thing and she her aesthetic and her demeanor is so different from the character on top boys and i love knowing like each character outside well each person outside of their character what about you do you feel the same way i agree 100 percent. yeah it shows you how Ugh. It shows you how great of an actor or actress they are. And so we have to appreciate all of our amazing cast on Top Boy for sure. But we don't want to wrap up anything without going through our predictions. So. And now, you're after Buzz TV. I'll start with myself. <laughs> I'll start with myself. So, I predict that we are going to just continue to see craziness. We're just going to keep seeing it. I predict um, it's definitely, definitely have to be a way either Deshane is going to die over these peas or he's going to find these peas. Oh, no, we know that he found them. So, we already know that he found them. So, he might die over the, he's still going to possibly, he could possibly die. That's so bad to predict. That he's yeah. going to die? I, I... <laughs> What's is really he... bad is the fact that I don't know if I'd mind it as much. But oh here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that Jamie is going to... I, I feel that Duchesne and Sully underestimate Jamie. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll see a little more of that come into play. I think that uh, Duchesne is in over his head, mm-hmm. possibly. And a lot can come out of this. And that Sully is not going to be the same Sully from Summerhouse. This new Sully, who clearly is... I'm the partner... Yes. It's I'm the I'm the boss. This is how it's gonna be, Sully. So I wonder how that dynamic it's it's very difficult to have especially in these situations, having too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that wraps up our episode four of Top Boys, guys. We love everything about speaking with you and talking about this amazing show. I'm your girl, Zakia Wilbur. Make sure you log in and find me on Instagram at ZakiaW underscore. And of course, I am Tehran, literally at I am Tehran all across the board. And uh, find me hosting and paneling on a slew of other After Buzz After Shows because all of your favorite TV shows are my favorite TV shows too. Boom. If you don't know. Now you know. <laughs> Bye, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> 
The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.